Welcome to episode 56 of the Girl About the Globe podcast. For this episode, I'm talking about solo travel in the Middle East. And it may be a region that you've considered traveling to, but maybe you feel a little bit trepid or a bit nervous about traveling by yourself. The countries that I've been to have been very different from each other. So I really hope that this episode gives you a bit more insight into which countries you may decide to travel by yourself and also which countries you still want to visit, but maybe on a group tour instead. Welcome to Girl About the Globe, a podcast for you as a solo female traveller, empowering women to travel solo with maximum adventure, minimum impact. The Middle East is made up of Bahrain, Iraq, Kuwait, Lebanon, Oman, Palestine, Israel, Jordan, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Syria, the United Emirates, Afghanistan and Yemen. Arabian nights, desert safaris and sleeping under the stars in Bedouin camps, from the boom of the Emirates with modern skyscrapers and perfect beaches to the stunning desert landscape of Wadi Rum and the Sahara Desert. The Middle East has an enticing flavour that is unique to its Arab land. Iranians are among the friendliest and it's not uncommon for them to invite you into their homes. That said, it's worth remembering that Muslim and Arab men may have a different view on women, so make sure that you dress modestly and respect their culture. You'll see many women wearing headscarves in some of these countries, with the contrast of short skirts in some of the cities. But as a general rule of thumb, if you dress as the locals, you won't get much attention as a solo female. From Iran, one of the oldest countries in the world, to one of the holiest, Jerusalem in Israel. The Middle East is a contrast of history and modern. Although the Middle East does get a bad press with war-torn countries and women sometimes classed as second-class citizens, there are still a number of countries accessible to women. The most popular countries for solo females are Israel and Jordan. Syria, Afghanistan, Iraq and Yemen are unfortunately not accessible due to ongoing conflicts and a humanitarian crisis. And you may want to consider visiting Saudi Arabia, which is now possible on an e-visa, but obviously it's a very controversial destination. If you choose to travel within Ramadan, be aware that you're not permitted to eat or drink after dawn. This usually takes place in June or July, so check the dates before you travel. Strict border crossings make this continent not that easy to hop from country to country, but below is a summary to each country and how to get around. Bahrain Bahrain is visited for World Heritage Sites, Burial Mounds and its fort. It isn't that popular with solo females, so you may want to take a tour to visit here. It is currently undergoing a period of instability, so avoid the northwest of the country and rural areas to ensure that you don't get caught up in any rising conflict. Travelling around. Buses in Bahrain can be confusing and get overcrowded. Consider taking a taxi instead, but agree the fare before you get in. Iran. Iran attracts solos with an interest in history and culture. It was once an important part of the ancient Silk Road. Iranians are so friendly and some of the most hospitable people you will encounter. You'll receive so many dinner invitations that you won't know which ones to choose. Iran is a country where you feel very welcomed and safe, but it is uncommon for women to travel alone here. So expect curious locals, and because it is a religious country, wear a scarf to keep covered and blend in. Travelling around. If you're lucky enough to be granted a visa to Iran without having to be on a tour, expect to travel around by bus. Whether it's an old one or a more luxurious model, you'll find minibuses on shorter routes, but don't expect them to run to a certain schedule. 
There are trains here, but routes are limited. Although you can get from Tabriz to Tehran or Achwas on a cheap train ticket, taxis are available for long or short journeys and flights operate to all the major towns. Israel. Although Israel is under constant unrest, it is a fantastic country to visit. More solo women are now travelling to the country, making up half of the travellers who visit here. Contrary to what you read in the press, this cosmopolitan can be safe when not in conflict with Palestine. Israel is more Western than some of the other Arab states, and thanks to the army service, the country is full of strong independent women. Most areas can be freely explored, but the more religious areas such as Bethlehem can be a little daunting, with strict checkpoints as you enter Palestine. People are generally friendly and you can backpack, camp or travel around in style with no problems. Travelling around. Travelling overland between Israel and Jordan is possible, but I expect to be kept in immigration for a while, as Israel have one of the strictest immigration security I've ever seen. Women generally find it easier than men with hardly any questions asked. Getting around Israel is relatively easy. Buses are reasonable and travel between the main cities and towns. The towns also have a great intercity bus network, although trains also run some of the routes and can be quicker in the heavy rush hours. Minibuses also run between Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. Travelling to other places such as Masada can be difficult on public transport. If you choose to hire a car, you must be over 24 years old with an international driving licence and a credit card. It's always a good idea to reserve a car before you go just to guarantee it as well. There is an extensive road network and signs are in English as well as Hebrew and Arabic. Getting into the West Bank can be tricky as there are several checkpoints, so you do need to be on a tour to visit Bethlehem. Jordan. Bordered by war-torn Syria and Iraq, Jordan's red rose city of Petra and the mineral-rich Dead Sea attracts masses of visitors each year. But head north and you'll find evidence of Roman ruins all within a Mediterranean setting. If you're not comfortable with leering men, then you may not feel comfortable in Jordan. People will stare, especially if you are alone, and it definitely isn't the place for a first-timer. It's a very male-dominated country, and the women that you encounter on the streets cover their head with a scarf or veil. In the cities and the main tourist sites, Jordanians are used to seeing solo female travellers, and the facilities are generally set up with tourists in mind. Venture off the beaten track, however, and you'll encounter restaurants with separate areas for women to dine, as well as a separation on public transport. If you dress modestly and avoid the stairs, this challenging country is an experience that you won't forget. Travelling around. It can be difficult to get around Jordan unless you have a private car and driver, as many places are off the beaten track. The roads are easy to navigate, however, as signs are in Arabic and English, hiring a car is a cheaper option. If you take a taxi, agree the price beforehand. White painted service taxis take fixed routes, which you can share with other passengers, or you can use the private yellow taxis. Jet operates buses from Amman to Ibrid, Petra and Aquabar, and Wadi Mushta, and you can also fly between Amman and Aquabar. There are buses from Petra to Jordan, but it's much easier to get taxis from Aquabar to Wadi Rum, for example. Kuwait. The oil-rich countries of Saudi Arabia and Kuwait, along with their vast desert plains, are a mecca for pilgrims and wealth. Kuwait is known for its scuba diving, desert safaris and historic attractions. It's a country which is increasing in tourism. Travelling around. There is a good road system in Kuwait, but driving here can be a challenge, with crazy drivers and a lack of indicating. 
Air-conditioned buses operate frequently, but avoid at peak hours if you want to get a seat. It's recommended to pre-book a taxi from a reputable taxi firm rather than flagging one down on the road. If you plan to visit Falaka Island, you can take a ferry from the mainland. Lebanon. Lebanon has surprisingly good ski resorts and attracts those wanting to ski on a budget. The capital is safe and it's rebuilt itself in the days of the Lebanon War. Visit the souks and you'll find expensive jewellery shops and an opulent looking mall which wouldn't look out of place in Beverly Hills. Beirut has a nightlife that would rival that of any European city. Beirut is one of the most liberal places in Lebanon and the people here are open-minded compared to the rest of the country. Travelling around. Taxis here are shared, so expect the driver to pick up others on your route. Buses are a cheap way of getting around the country. Lebanon has short distances with easy-to-use buses to get around. You can also hire a taxi to take you on a tour. Oman. Oman is known for its architecture, history and UNESCO World Heritage Sites. It also has beaches, mountains and sunny wadis. Most of this city is covered by desert, making it a fascinating country to visit. If you travel to Oman, you may feel a little isolated, as you won't find many other solo travellers here. But saying that, the locals are friendly. As in all Muslim countries, cover up and dress conservatively. Travelling around. Oman is very rural and difficult to get around unless you rent a car. Rental prices are reasonably priced and come with a GPS system to help you navigate your way. There are long distances between attractions, so consider taking a tour instead of the buses, which can be a bit of a hassle. Qatar. Qatar is virtually on par with Dubai for towering skyscrapers and sandy coastline. Western women may get some attention in Qatar, but it's usually just curious stares and it's not threatening. There isn't that much to see in Qatar, but it's a good stopover for a few nights if you're flying with Qatar Airlines. Travelling around. Getting around Doha, the capital of Qatar, is very easy on foot. There are buses which will take you around the country as far north as Al-Shamal. Taxis here are good and there are also limousines for those who want to travel in style. The United Arab Emirates is a federation of seven states. These include Abu Dhabi, Dubai, Ajman, Fajara, Ras al-Khaimah, Sharjah and Umm al-Qaim. Dubai is the most popular of these states and visiting here is relatively easy. Travel to Dubai and you'll discover gorgeous beaches, futuristic skyscrapers and year-round sunshine. This millionaire's playground is everything and is scattered with pyramids, giant aquariums, a palm island and the first indoor ski resort in the Middle East. With more than 80 nationalities living in Dubai, this is the most cosmopolitan destination in the Middle East. But you still need to respect their culture and cover up when you're not on the beach. The laws here are very strict with public displays of affection being banned in public. But generally anything goes within the hotels where you can drink alcohol and party until dawn. In the city itself, it is a different story, as women only account for a quarter of the population. Abu Dhabi has lots of interesting things to do, such as kayaking in the eastern mangroves, visiting the Sheikh Zahid Grand Mosque, the Falcon Museum, and a number of forts and palaces in its second city of Akhwen. In Akhwen, there's also a camel souk, and the Jebel Hafti Mountains are only a short drive away. Ras al-Khaimah is a great place to visit for those who like nature, mountains, hot springs and trekking, especially in the cooler months. Even in Fujara, the landscape is rugged with the bordering Hajar Mountains and many wadis to explore. 
Fujara is also home to beaches where you can go snorkeling and diving and see the marine life in the UAE. Both Emirates are also interesting from a historical point of view because there are old forts, mosques and museums. Umar Qayyim Umar Qayyim is home to many beach resorts with plenty of water sports and activities like parachuting. Travelling around Getting around the Emirates is relatively easy if you hire a car. If you prefer not to drive, you can hire taxis to take you around Abu Dhabi and between some of the states. There are express coaches between Abu Dhabi, Dubai and Aline and ferries from Jebel Aldana Port to Dalma Island in Abu Dhabi as well as from Dubai Marina. In Dubai, buses run frequently from the airport to Dura bus station. The hop-on-hop-off bus service takes you to the old town and back to the new or you can take a metered taxi for convenience. Palm Jumeirah also has a monorail and if you're coming from the airport, expect to be picked up in a limousine if you ordered a private car. Highlights of the Middle East are the Wahiba Sands in Oman, shopping in the souks at Doha, Oman, visiting the West Bank in Palestine, exploring Petra in Jordan, floating in the Dead Sea in Jordan or Israel, going clubbing in Beirut, Lebanon, seeing the giant aquarium at Atlantis Palm in Dubai, staying in a Bedouin camp in Dubai, visiting the Sheikh Said Grand Mosque in Abu Dhabi, or meandering the lost streets of Old Jerusalem in Israel. The Middle East also has some of the seven wonders of the world. They have the Hanging Gardens of Babylon in Iraq and Petra in Jordan. Sample itineraries, if you're here for one week, you could spend time in Israel, in Tel Aviv, Jerusalem and Eliat, in Jordan, in Iman, Jerash and the Dead Sea, in Lebanon, in Beirut and Baalbek, in the Emirates and Dubai and Abu Dhabi. For two weeks you could spend time in Israel, in Tel Aviv, Golan Heights, Sea of Galilee, Tiberias, Masada, the Dead Sea and then Jerusalem. Two weeks in Jordan would take you through Amman, Jerash, the Dead Sea, Petra, Wadi Rum and Aquabar. Two weeks in Iran you could visit Tehran, Wazad, Esfahan, Shiraz, Persepolis. In Emirates you could spend your time between Dubai and Abu Dhabi. And useful websites in the Middle East are Go Israel for transportation in Israel, Jet for public buses in Jordan, and Visit Dubai for everything you need for Dubai. Star rating, 2 out of 5 stars, budget from $50 to $90 a day. Cheapest country in the Middle East is Jordan. Most expensive is Dubai. Language is spoken Arabic, English and Persian. Did you know that some countries may not allow you to enter if you have an Israeli stamp in your passport? If you visit Israel, ask for your arrival stamp on a separate piece of paper. I hope that this episode has inspired you to visit at least one country in the Middle East. If you do decide to visit one of the countries, check out the solo travel in the Middle East Guide on the Girl About the Globe website. Thanks for listening to our Girl About the Globe podcast, making solo travel easier for you. Find everything that you need for your solo travels at girlabouttheglobe.com and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.